mind, it is Ash Wednesday, February 8th, 2017. Welcome back to the Ash Holes, the unfiltered live radio cigar broadcast coming to you from the Sereno Royale Cigar Studios in Salem, New Hampshire. And we are back, and we are without Oliver today, but we have in his place a very fine gentleman named Terry Fournier. A fine mm-hmm. gentleman. A fine gentleman. Thank you very much. He a fine gentleman of the finest kind. Terry has been on the show in the past in place of me, so we would like to welcome you back, Terry. It's Thank good you to, very much, Terry. Good Thank to you, see Dan. You. And I tell you what, we both on regular occasion, all three of us work in the Seabrook store. Yes. That's right. So yes, this we do. is... A full Seabrook setup right now. That's right. Yeah. That's right. This is a special DDT edition of the Ashholes. So what what train wreck will will transpire? <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll see because we uh, we as always have no idea where the show is going to go because we are unscripted, we are unfiltered, and don't forget you can always find us on the Ashholes.net. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube. We're on Facebook Live. We are absolutely everywhere. everywhere. So don't forget to check that out. So today we have a cigar, and we are going to be lighting up. Well, Terry's already there, so. I'm already there. You're already there? Well, I yeah. guess you I should be uh, start lighting it up. I should get on that. Terry, what are we smoking? Well, today we're smoking the Oscar Robusto. And by Oscar, the manufacturer of the cigar is uh, Oscar Valladeris, or mm-hmm. Valladeris, mm-hmm. Uh, depending on how you want to. Uh, Valladeris. Valladeris, correct, correct pronunciation. Yes. And, uh, yes. It's a nice Habano wrapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a. A uh, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. Mm-hmm. We have a, a Habano binder, mm-hmm. and we have a mixture of Honduran and Nicaraguan filler. Wow. And uh, these come in boxes of eleven. And the marketing on this cigar is fantastic. <laughs> just the presentation, because we this have this. This one goes to eleven. This one goes to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Candela wrapper. Well, it looks a lot more like binder quality, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, which yep. gives it an old, almost Cuban tradition esque. You know, type of uh, marketing to it. Yeah. And people tend to look at these cigars, or they tend to really look at anything else that differentiates from other cigars. Yeah. This one most certainly does because I've never seen this packaging before. No. We've all been in the industry. No. Uh, in some some capacity or another for mm-hmm. years. Yes. And we haven't seen anything like this yet. No. It's, it's He's very the only guy that does it. Yeah, he is, and he gained that notoriety with his core line, the the leaf. The, the leaf. Which is t- completely wrapped in a mm-hmm. loose tobacco leaf, and it, it's really cool because the whole thing's covered. You can't see underneath it, and I get so many people when I show them the cigar, they're like, "That's the cigar," and I'm like, "No, no, 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 no! You got to take that off first. <laughs> they just think it's the ugliest cigar they've ever yes. seen in yeah. their entire yeah. life, yep. and that's that's the thing. And uh, you know, I I have seen one person. It wasn't anywhere near here. I was on vacation. They were smoking a leaf. Did not take that leaf off. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just wonder, how did you not realize that was yeah. just a packaging yeah. design? Maybe but. they had the wherewithal this time around with this to only put the sheath about halfway up. I so think people that's... can see not to smoke this. Yeah, yeah. And, and the cigar itself underneath this candela leaf sleeve is it's beautiful. It's, it's a very perfect. oily yeah. Habano wrapper. Maybe mm-hmm. it's like the soda caps where it says, warning, this may hit your eye or something under pressure. Because that happened to someone. Really? Yeah. That actually happened to someone for something. Same thing with the uh, the hot warning on the coffee and everything. Mm. It happened to someone. So maybe all the culmination of those people who smoked it with the ugly-looking wrapper on it <laughs> maybe inspired them to not you know, go all the way up to the head with this one. Yeah, well, I remember Dunkin' Donuts got sued for that a while ago. They were... Uh well, someone didn't pay attention to the caution contents, maybe hot yeah. warning yeah. on the 
uh, cup oh, itself, yes. and it just they spilled it on them, sued, and they somehow managed to win they that won. one. You got to make they, they won that one. Idiot proof as possible nowadays. I tell yeah. you what, or someone will do it. Oh, of course, of course, and it, there's nothing that you can do to stop that from happening. Right. There's a Murphy's law of of personal conduct. So, really what is. are you what are you getting from this cigar? You know, off the initial yeah. uh, off the initial, well, the pre light draw, and off the initial first couple puffs off this. I'm getting the real sort of like sandalwood and cedary sort of taste to it. Yeah. Uh, this cigar, it, it's, it's burning nice and even. It's very, very smooth. Um, it's not as hard or it's not as full as the wrapper suggests. This is a very, very dark wrapper. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's going to kick you with a, a big hit of black pepper right off the bat. That's true. This is nice and smooth. Yeah. There's not a lot of black pepper to this. There's a very strong, like you were saying, that I think the sandalwood was an interesting uh, pick there. Um, it's definitely very woody, definitely very cedary, and um, it's got this uh, uh, very, very nice dark brown, dark gray ash, I mean, on the cigar. And the, look at the burn line. It's so mm. thin. It's really, really good. Now, I first came to know about this cigar. Uh, I, I do write uh, blind cigar reviews on Cigar Journal, uh, along with the other guys from the Cigar Authority. Which means, just as an aside, he... He closes his eyes and just starts writing. Yeah. No, so no, means no. he's a name dropper. Yeah. Well, what they do is they'll, they'll send a bunch of cigars out yep. with no bands, and they'll have a, a, a white paper band, and they'll write a number on it, and they will send it to you. You you smoke it, and you write down your thoughts, and there's a whole set of guidelines that you go by to judge the cigar, and you give it a final rating. And I got one cigar in that bag that really impressed me, and it was the, it was the one that I – Love the most out of that entire round of reviews. Yeah. And I couldn't wait to find out what it was. And I was sitting there and I was waiting for a couple of days to hear back. And it was this, was this cigar. It? This was yeah. it. it was this cigar. And I, I wound up giving it a 93. What was mm. that publication again? That was the uh, Cigar Journal magazine. Cigar mm. Journal does blind. So they're giving without the band. Yes. There's no preconceived notion of anything. You have no idea. There, there's no advertising. You're not, you're not pitching uh, uh, no. by brand name recognition or anything like that. So they that's do it the, the way... Right, that's the right way to do it. They do it the way it's supposed to be done. Absolutely. Because if you don't know what you're smoking, you have yeah. to be honest. There's no other yeah. way around that. Yeah. And it's, it's... I love their system. I love how it's set up. And it's just brutal that's honesty. It, it doesn't matter what it is. Because not a lot publications do that from my experience i mean that that's fantastic no no they don't and uh that's that's one of the ones that stands out to me and they have more stuff about cigars in their magazine than a lot of other cigar magazines do i mean you'll see rolex advertisements maserati advertisements Mm -hmm. i don't personally care for that i want to know about the cigar i want to know about the industry yeah yeah i'm willing to bet based on those advertisements if maserati or rolex ever made a cigar, they would be highly rated and, oh. you know, because they're advertising with that publication. Oh, of course. Well, That's they, a great way to do it, though. Yeah. That's a great way to do it. No, absolutely. No bands, no nothing. Mm. Just You're getting pure. The, the palate of a, of a learned tobacconist. Yes. And that's it. And that's how you test yourself, <laughs> too. A learned, a learned tobacconist. A learned doctor. A learned tobacconist. <laughs> so... Now, we, we obviously do smoke other cigars yes. during the week, yes. so I would like to bounce this over to Terry. Terry, what else have you smoked this week that you'd like to talk about? I'll tell you what. Something that impressed me a lot was relatively new product by Cuba Rica, Steve Adiba Cuba Rica, called Spirit of Art. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Now it's got a nice grade A Connecticut shade wrapper. It's Costa Rican, and it is smooth, smooth, smooth. It's got a nutty characteristic, too. It's all yep. the best of the best that you'd expect out of a Connecticut shade cigar. They were fantastic. The aroma and the burn mm. and the slow rate of burn as well slow, is what I really like impressed me about that cigar. Derek's too busy texting, though, and he's not listening to me. <laughs> I'm working here. I'm working here. I'm trying no, you to got get... a radio show to I, do, right? I know. I'm you're making, making, you're wanna, you're making me want a Spirit of Art, though. <laughs> Those things are great. They're great, smooth, mild, I'm talking more mild about it right cigars, now. My mouth right? is watering. This is great, but I'm talking about another great cigar, too. Yeah, and that's all you're thinking about. The last time I had a Spirit of Art was far too long ago, and I mm. got to light up another one. But mm. I, I remember it being just such a... <laughs> A velvety smooth experience. It was good. heavenly, velvet. Velvet. If, I, if I must say. Daniel. Well, I went almost the entire opposite route. Uh, I got my hands on a uh, Cro-Magnon Neanderthal. Oh, that's and almost polar opposite. That's like the polar opposite. This is, you know, not for the faint of heart. It's a very strong mm. cigar. They claim it's their strongest cigar. And um, it was this beautiful, you know, very red-brown uh, a Mexican San Andreas wrapper, and almost like a risotto. Shade yeah, almost. and you know what's funny about it? The, the top is flat. Yes, like yep. you can, you know. And it was the only cigar I've ever smoked that made me think, um, maybe I really should use a V cut or something. Yeah. Like yep. In the end, I went with the flat. You went cut. traditional. I went. Yeah, <laughs> I skinned that sucker. I'm very good at that. I went very Jewish on it. Just took a little bit off the top. <laughs> a little bris. A little bris. <laughs> a little yeah. bris. Yeah, Crow, a little, the, uh, I'd be a very good moyo. <laughs> And the Neanderthal what? is one of those. I don't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry, but it's one of those cigars where you could take the band off. Yes, and you could still recognize what cigar it is. Yeah, just because it has a very unique shape, shape. Very unique shape, and it was fantastic. It, now, the burn was great, and it was this. This. Uh, uh, let me pull up my notes here. Just a really, really nice medium-bodied uh, smoke and uh, very tight white ash, lots and lots of smoke, which I really loved. That's what she said. And uh, strong cedar, very much like this, but there was a, a cedar and spice and pepper on the Retro Hill. This does not have the pepper. It does not have the this, pepper. This is, right. this is very different yeah. that way. But it was cedary, earthy, and leathery on the, on the finish and very rich, dark flavors and almost like a, there was this hint of cocoa or maybe even flour. Flour, you know, flour okay. in there, and just a little bit on there, and very rich, sweet, rich and dark, like and not the, me and not me, and the <laughs> and the, the 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 this kind of coffee or or uh, flavor really kind of increased as the cigar lot, went yeah. on, and it was so it just kind of changed and moved throughout the. It was fantastic. I loved it. Now with those, I like to punch them. I like to give a nice little mm-hmm. punch cut because that's flat. Why don't you just be friends with them I can, and smoke I can them. totally, I can totally understand <laughs> that. You're the Neanderthal. I'm usually a really big guy that you know. Cigars were meant to be straight cut. I, that's just me. You know, I that's I don't even own another cutter that way. Tradition. But I could totally see why you would want to punch that or or even V cut it. I mean, it just yep. it's it would be so difficult to do. It see, almost seems like the more feasible thing to do right. with that because. Right. You're not exactly looking at a cigar where you can plainly see triple cap or anything like that. Right. You don't know. You can't really gauge, okay, if I go beyond, you know, the, the, the flat point, right. you know, at the, at the very foot of it, is this cigar going to start unraveling on me? That's, and it doesn't. And, and it doesn't. I know. And that's impressive because that's what made me nervous the first time I went to go cut a Neanderthal is right. that it's just flat. It, yeah. it just yeah. totally <laughs> drops off. There's no shoulder. 
So in my head, I'm thinking, man, if I straight cut this, I got a feeling I'm going to completely crush the head of this cigar. It's like the the Fred Flintstone of cigars. (laughs) (laughs) It just goes from head. It's got no no neck at all. No neck. Now, what about you? What did you smoke this week? So for me this week, I wound up going with a cigar that uh, I I smoked a while ago, and, you know, I let it be, and then I came back to it Mm -hmm. uh, this week, and that that was the Valjuelo. Gran Toro. Gran Toro. Yeah, Valhuelo. And uh, th- now that cigar is an interesting smoke because that originally was a European-only release cigar. That was not really? available in the States. That. And, it, and it came over into the United States back in, I believe, 2010. Okay. And since then, they've been picking up steam. There's a lot of people that smoke them regularly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are a, you know, a fair-priced cigar. They all yeah. come in right around 6 $7. Yep. Yep. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm not typically one for uh, a, a cigar of this color. It was kind of like a, a medium brown. Yeah. Not super dark, but it wasn't super light. It was kind of in the middle there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it does have an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper yeah. along with binders from the Dominican. And the fillers are a mixture of Dominican and Nicaraguan, mm-hmm. which made it interesting because mm-hmm. it had the dryness of that Dominican tobacco, but it brought in the sweet kind of peppery, savory notes with the Nicaraguan blend mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that comes in at a six inch by 54 ring gauge so it's going to burn cool smooth and it it lasted me for probably about an hour and a half and i was wow. i was totally happy you with know that. i just had the uh, robusto gordo size of that this morning and i you know again that comes in at about five bucks and it's a great uh, what price a point great, what a great cigar and you know very much the same kind of tasting notes that you gave uh, I really loved it. The thing burned incredibly well. Yeah, especially for something being at that price point. You don't expect mm-hmm. something to have good construction, but that was solid. Yeah. I was very happy with very that. Very fantastic. So now we did experience history this weekend. Mm-hmm. And that we just did. happens to be Super Bowl 51. Oh, I thought Super I went on a Super Bowl 51. I went on a date. I thought you were going to. No, oh, that's, well, that's, even, that's history too, man. That's more historical. <laughs> Not the kind of history we want to talk about, though. We're, we're looking uh, for entertaining history. We'll talk about the Super yeah. Bowl then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there, now, like I said, <laughs> there, there were so many records broken. That game mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. nail-biting from start to finish. And, yep. and let me tell you, for me, it, the halfway point, I was so done. I, yeah. I, now, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. for our viewers, we are from New England. We're yep. broadcasting from New Hampshire. Yep. Mm-hmm. We're, we're New England fans at heart and always have been, always will be. That's now, right. when, that, when it got to halftime and I saw the score, yeah. I, I was just like, oh, no. How are they going to pull through this? Yep. Mm-hmm. Because how can you come back over 20 points in two periods? Mm-hmm. Very, very difficult thing to do. But – a lot of people had faith in the Patriots yep. and Tom and they'd Brady done it before. And they had done it before. They have. And, and mid, midway through the third quarter, it was 28-3, to 25-point <gasps> differential. Yep. Now, to put this in the historical context, in terms of the Super Bowl, no one had ever overcome more than a 10-point differential during right. the Super Bowl. So this was unheard of. Right. You know, but the people who right. never lost faith like us, every viewer, every single one of us, every household, they were thinking about what movie they were going to be watching by mm-hmm. the end of the third quarter. Yeah. yeah. What yep. channel was it going to be on? Am I going to do some Netflix? What am I going to do? Maybe Lifetime. I'll go clean the bathroom or something. Uh, for me, I was, I, was glad, yeah. I was glad I, I was cry. at home. I wanted I was... to cry. I would have gone to Lifetime. <laughs> I'm glad yeah. I was at home. I'm glad I had a cigar. and I'm glad I had a drink. You know, yep. not everybody could say that. Yep. Well, at least I got to smoke a great cigar. Yep. 
Absolutely. You know, the game sucks, speaking but, of, you know, speaking, speaking of drinking, speaking of drinking, I don't drink a lot. I had three beers, three beers, ab- right I'm immediately after you. the half, half, uh, half, uh, halfway mark of that game, and I was just, oh my god! But I wanted to go down and just quickly go through this <laughs> list of uh, Super Bowl records that were set that night, and it's mm-hmm. a very impressive Let's list. Talk about this. Just so, one sec Super Bowl record that they're not going to mention on there: most cocktails imbibed by by an owner. Robert Kraft. <laughs> All right. Robert Kraft. Did you see his accept did you see his speech after the AFC championship? This one is for everyone. And they just took the trophy away from him. This guy's a multi-billionaire, and they took the trophy away from him. Oh, man. Oh, All right, man. Uh, back to the so show. Back, okay. to, back to the that's amazing though. Good for him. And how old is he? Oh man. 120? And, yeah, he's, he's up there. And yeah, he's he's, up he's there. freaking mm-hmm. knocking them back like it's no one's he's business. Great. Good for him. He yep. made Easy Mac. So he's a legend in my mind. He is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so list of Super Bowl records set. Uh, most Super Bowl appearances by a player goes to Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Super Bowl appearances by a head coach, which is seven, goes to Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Wins by a head coach, five to Bill Belichick. Wins by a starting quarterback, five to Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl MVP awards, four for Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Points in a game, 20 goes to James White. Mm-hmm. Career passes, this was one that was set during the game, 309 going mm-hmm. to Tom Brady. I like wow. that. Mm-hmm. 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 Sound like Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dutch Jimmy dutch the boy. <laughs> that, that was my sling blade impression for those of you. Sling blade, wow. there you go. <laughs> Friend, wow. Taters. Don't stop doing it. Don't I'm not stopping. No, okay. I'm Keep Dan going. Keep pass, going. Pass attempts in a game. 62 goes mm-hmm. to Tom Brady. Career completions. 207 goes to Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Completions in a game. 43 goes to Tom Brady. <laughs> Career passing yards, 2,071 goes to Tom Brady. This is unbelievable. The, the list just goes on and on. I'm, kinda, I'm almost done. Single game passing yards, 466 goes to Tom Brady. Career touchdown passes goes to Tom Brady with 15. Receptions in the game, 14 mm-hmm. going to James White. James mm-hmm. White was doing really well. He was well. awesome. Unbelievable. He, man, mm-hmm. that kid can run. Yep. And uh, team Super Bowl appearances, nine. Total by the New England Patriots. Yep. Uh, largest deficit overcome by the winning team, 25 points, New England. Games taken into overtime during a Super Bowl. There was only one. And, and it that was, was this. Yep. New England versus Atlanta. Points by a team in overtime in a Super Bowl. Six. Record mm-hmm. set. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all they needed. Then it was all done. Uh, team's first down in a game, 37, goes to New England. Total first downs in the game, 54, New England versus Atlanta. Team passing first down in a game, 26 to New England. Total passing first downs in a game, 39, New England versus Atlanta. Offensive plays by a team in a game, 93, going to New England. Mm Mm-hmm. Passes by a team in a game, 63 going to New England. Completions by a team in a game, 43 going to New England. Passing yards by a team in a game, 442 going to New England. And the last one, total passing yards in a game, 682 New England versus Atlanta. Uh-huh. That was crushing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable crushing, game. Crushing game. 
There was you know, no, it was unprecedented. It, I was so depressed. And I'm thinking, oh, the, you know, Atlanta's playing really good. We're going to choke like yeah. we did the last couple of ones and everything. And then things started to turn around. And we're starting to scream. And I'm coming out of the, the, the back room I was hiding in and looking back over the couch into the living room <laughs> at the game and everything. I got my cigar, you know, I'm drinking. And, and then they start scoring. And I start screaming. <laughs> and by the end of the game, I couldn't talk. My voice was completely gone. I can picture I was you so hoarse. In the screaming. Depths, in the depths of that game, when there was such despair, <laughs> I can actually picture you in that dark room, fetal position, <laughs> one, one tear, the silhouette of the TV just illuminating one tear coming down. <laughs> My poor Patriots, what happened to you? But they came back. But they came back with a vengeance. It was awesome. Now, it was funny because there was kind of an omen in the middle of the game during yeah. during the halftime show with Lady Gaga <laughs> at the very end of her that would be set, an at, omen. The, at the very end of her set she's standing at the edge of the stage and she opens her arms and she catches a ball and jumps off the stage and disappears that's what happened to Atlanta <laughs> <laughs> incredibly oh yeah. that's awesome you know what you know what i think happened you know, well, you know, I don't have cable at the house, so I'm watching it being streamed through my Xbox, uh-huh. and um, it was working great. Everything was fantastic, and then, you know, up until about halfway through the third quarter, all of a sudden the stream stopped, and it wasn't it wasn't the app. It wasn't. I think there were just so many people using it that it, it yeah, crashed. Yeah. And so we backed out. We tried turning it on and off again, and and no, it wasn't working. But there was this option to to do the 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 uh, stream in Spanish. And we said, well, what the heck? We'll just That's see, awesome. see Why if that not? works. So we did. And it was hilarious. Listening to Spanish, you know, the, the, the Super Bowl. And as soon as we started doing that, they started to win. Of course, because of the They started to Goal! win. And I said, yes. So we said, we're staying here. We're going to watch it Absolutely. in Spanish. They're winning. This Absolutely. is what we need to do to help the Patriots. I'm doing that. And they won. That's, and they won. That's going to be a new superstition of mine. Mm-hmm. Turn on, turn on televi- television. Television or, or Univision? Univision. That's turn on Univision. <laughs> <laughs> the <Americano> football. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Every time we're behind in any game from here on after, I'm going to call you up. Flip that to Univision, Flip that baby. to Univision. We need the, we gotta win. We need the good mojo. Every time. We got to win Works this. every time. So now off the concept of football, mm-hmm. let's get back to the Oscar Habano. <laughs> Because we just totally went through that whole thing very yeah. excitedly. Yeah. So now yeah. we've got to bring Fantastic. it back down. We've got we to lay the foundation. We're getting back to the cigar. This is the Oscar Habano by Oscar Valadares. And, uh, guys, what are you thinking so far? I think it's fantastic. It's increasing in strength yeah. gradually, like I'd expect it to. See, I'm not. I'm not. Reboosters, you get a lot. Reboosters. Reboosters. You get a lot of flair with them there, Reboosters. I can tell you that much. With Robustos, because the, the smaller ring gauge and just the general smaller amount of space between uh, where you're getting the draw and where the combustion is at mm-hmm. all times. There's only, you know, five inches of space, you know, other, other than uh, uh, compared to a, a Toro where you get six, six and a half inches, um, even a six by 60, a uh, Churchill, depending on which one of those, seven or seven and a half inches. So inherently, it's stronger at almost all times than the other formats of cigars. Mm. You know, so it's, inevitably, it's going to increase in strength. You know what? I'm picking up some red pepper now in the retrohale. I can completely agree with you there. Yeah. Because yeah. it's getting now stronger, there's, Now there's some pepper in the retrohale, and that's, I like that. I don't know if I'm also picking up red pepper because I had chili for lunch, 
or if that's an actual <laughs> flavor in the cigar. Dude, you're going to be dropping off red pepper, oh, not picking man. it up. Oh, man. We're oh, much well, further I mean, along than he is. I mean, yeah, he oh. is called the, you know, the Green Egg. The Green Egg, which is such a <laughs> stupid nickname. Oh, that's and, a, and I'm going to say, smoker, because Oliver's not here. It fits perfectly because you hate it. It's such a dumb name. I, 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 you know what? I do. I, I do because it makes no sense. No oh. sense to me whatsoever. Only but, to you, I mean, Derek. I mean, I get it. I get it. This but band looks like a green egg. It kind of does. I actually, <laughs> I, I really like the band. It, it has a, a, for our listeners who can't see the cigar, you can actually mm-hmm. find this on twoguyscigars.com where you can purchase it. And if you do purchase the cigar and you mention the ash holes in the comment section of your yep. order, we will send you a free ash holes coffee mug. Very cool. So get on yes. that. But one of the, these. Yeah, Dan's drinking out of one, one of right these. now. Uh, but it, going back to the packaging design of this, it, it ties in very nicely with mm-hmm. everything. It's very cool because the <laughs> box looks like the box looks like an old school cigar mold. And it does. Yes. Yep. Now nowadays they're really not made out of wood all that often. They're made out of a composite plastic, and that's just yep. because they last longer. And I like how they went the old school route and made this thing look killer on the shelf mm-hmm. and the turquoise with the gold accents totally makes this stand out from a bunch of other brands that might be on the That's shelf true. with it and then add the cherry on top with that little sheath of the candela wrapper yeah and that Bada just bang, you got your marketing right yeah, there they're it, fantastic it's it's an all-in-one thing and they did a stellar job with this uh flavor wise for the cigar i'm not exactly picking up a, a more strength probably because i'm not to that point just yet but i'm about an inch down <laughs> I'm about an inch down. You're smoking and it kind of slow. Yeah, yeah. Because well, you went through every record in football ever. Yes, I did. So that's yeah. why you weren't able to smoke. I wasn't able to catch up to <laughs> you guys, but favorite. it's still Take going. Take a few drags on that, will you? Take a couple drags. Come on, catch up. And, and even though I was talking for an extended period of time. You still cigar, are. You still, still are. Yeah. Still smoking. <laughs> All right. You know what? You know what? <laughs> Sometimes I just want to give up. Sometimes I just want to give up. Terry, what are you getting on this now? I'm with you on the red pepper. Yeah. I really am. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Derek, I think you're going to be there at some point um, in, within the next inch or so. But I really am feeling that red pepper, mm-hmm. that kick through the, the retrohale, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. There's a, and, and there's, this this, and there's building, something building, sweet building. on the finish now yeah, that wasn't there sweet. before. Almost like a little bit of floral. Yeah, something a little floral, sweet. Something floral and sweet on the finish now. That's a that good wasn't smoke. there before. Yeah. Now, the one thing I am getting from the wrapper of the Oscar Habano is uh, – Rosado wine-like sweetness coming from it, which is smoothing out all the other flavors that I'm picking up. It does have that pepper, but that Rosado sweetness is just kind of sitting there. It's a nice oily mouthfeel. It's a very full mouthfeel. You don't strike me as a Rosado wine person. I've had it before. You've had it before? Dude, I'll drink a Moscato. I don't care. <laughs> no, drink uh, a Moscato. It's a booze. <laughs> it's booze. Why wouldn't you drink it? If it's booze, I'll drink it. Just hand it to me. All right, but we are as long going. As I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to be right back. We're going to head to a break. But you have been listening to the Ashholes Live Radio broadcast coming to you from the Sereno Royale Cigar Studios in Salem, New Hampshire. And when we come back, we do have some viewer mail to read through. Terry is going to share a very personal story with us. So make sure you stay tuned. Join us on the Ashholes.net, iTunes, YouTube, Facebook, and Podbean. We will be right back. 
In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez. Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serena. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, 
In honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. And we are back. You are listening to the Ash Holes. We are a live yep. cigar radio broadcast coming to you from the Serena Royale Cigar Studios in Salem, New Hampshire. Be sure to check us out on the ashholes.net. Find us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, and now Facebook Live. Yes. We are everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we are back. And we're going to go ahead and jump right into this. And we do have some viewer mail to go through this week. So I'm going to go ahead and read this first email hate that mail. we have hate from. Mail. This one's not a hate mail, but I do have a hate mail to read after. After this one. Okay, good. So <laughs> we have a message from Jonathan. He says, the last episode, you spoke of some cigars that were getting bitter. There are a few cigars that I enjoy very deeply, but every time uh, they get bitter at some point. For an example, New World by AJ Fernandez gets bitter on me when I have about one and a half inches left every time. He says, am I crazy or is there a rhyme or reason to this? You're just crazy. No. <laughs> Next. No. <laughs> but that is an actual thing that happens that is. Uh, yes. often. And it's typically due to a buildup of tars. Tar buildup, absolutely. In the, in the tobacco. Yep. What else? Could it be Terry? Well, I tell you what. It could be something that connects back to that tar buildup. It could be, uh, I would ask him if he's doing a punch cut or if he's doing too thin of a straight cut. Mm-hmm. Uh, because inevitably, as that ring gauge gets to that smaller point where you're actually... Uh, Intaking the, the smoke, a lot of that tar buildup is present if you're not cutting the, uh, you know, um, a decent circumference of that. Yeah, you know, yeah. definitely not, the not beneath the, the cap line. As the oils it, and the tars build up, that nastiness gets yep, there. That and happens. There are some cigars, I think, that are well-made enough. And if you cut them right, you know, that has, a, that has something to do with this, like you're saying. Yeah. That that doesn't necessarily happen. But, um, Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just had to fix that. Sorry for going so close to your that, face. That's all right. You just almost knocked them off. There's another thing I want to add as well. If you're, uh, if there's too much salivation present, yeah, that could be a case too. That could really? easily be because that... I see a lot of people put down their cigars in the ashtray. Not only are there bite marks, um, but they're slobber. But it looks like they just regurgitated on the cigar. I mean, it's uh, way too. Wet. I don't know if it's overactive salivatory. If it's too wet. Yeah, it's it's because it's... when you introduce more moisture to the end of that cigar, you're basically getting it to go through another fermentation, another fermentation process, process yeah. which brings out certain things in the cigar that just don't taste good. Mm-hmm. The fourth There's, or fifth fermentation, or as we like to call it, the final one, the because final it's one. not good. No, right. and yeah. after that, you're pretty much done. But another reason for that is ammonia, ammonia. In, a, in a cigar. Yep. If the cigar is not aged well enough, 
there will be a buildup of ammonia, which is an unpleasant taste at, towards the end of the cigar once you build up with those tars and things right. like that. Right. Now, there are some cigars out there that are aged to a point where the ammonia is completely rid. Mm. It is yes. gone. Yep. A good example of that, Byron and Atabay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect example. They are aged to a point to where you will not detect any yeah. kind of ammonia. You will not get any kind of bitterness as yeah. long as you're not smoking the thing like yeah. a chimney yeah. and, and going too fast. And it's not just time. It's how he does it. Yeah. And it's the, how he yes. does it. Yeah. It's could a particular be. kind of process that he uses. Yeah. Yep. And the other, the other factor, the last one, could be, Jonathan, that you might be smoking too fast. Maybe slow your roll a little bit, see how it goes. It could fix the problem. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, maybe it's time to jump onto another brand and see how those perform in- instead. Yep. You never know. It could be a variety of different things. And as a retailer, I can show you a whole bunch of different brands. Just come in any I'm of the stores. Sure you could. <laughs> yeah, Terry, Terry, <laughs> Terry, you're a certified tobacconist. I'm a certified right? uh, retail tobacconist. Uh, I'm the manager of Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And, and all uh, three of us will be there tomorrow. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we will absolutely be in there. In the snow. You could meet people who think they're stars tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. If you come to like the shop. Like Terry. Yeah. And you yeah, can we'll hang all out be... with people who are stars, like Derek and myself. Like Derek and Dan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be riding on our high horse and having fun. So let's, uh, let's get to the hate mail. Now, we, have, we really do have one about. hate mail, and this yes. is yes. probably yeah. my favorite hate mail that we've ever received. It is, it is directly towards you. Towards me. Yes. It's directed directly towards you. That's towards fantastic. Me. So, because who can complain about you, Terry? We, no one. No, no one can complain. So Duh. this right. this man, and now I just I have to say his email address because I'm not going to say the ending, but I just have to say the email address because it's too funny not to yeah, say. Yeah. Uh, Jablomi. <laughs> I already like him at Gmail, <laughs> <laughs> and he says this is probably uh, he says uh, right here he says hey Derek douchebag <laughs> that's starting off. How did he know your last name? I have to give you I have to give you that He says Hey Derek Douchebag Every week I catch your pathetic Little show Go live on Facebook And after about 30 seconds I shut it off Take your jacket off Do you hate the show As much as I do That you leave it on So you can run away from it As soon as it's over Yeah That's cool This is staying on It's going nowhere it's going nowhere. But I had to. That, that, was, that was just what so sweet. <laughs> this, this guy was just so sweet and right to the point. Short email. He hates me. He hates my jacket. And I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. I love it. Well, he can go to blow himself. <laughs> I love that. Send me an email. Yeah, and you know what? If any of you guys really hate us, you can also send mm-hmm. us hate mail through <laughs> the contact us page of the ashholes.net and we will go ahead and reply or read your messages live on air. That's yes, fantastic. So don't forget yes, about that. That's so fantastic. Now, I would like to segue into the Ashhole of the Week. Okay. And this is not so much of an Ashhole of the Week. It's more of a Dumbash of the week. The dumbash of the week. So there was a man in Texas recently who was spending some time in jail. Actually, it was a now, life a sentence. That's, this, that's where Oliver is right now. We're not talking the, about Oliver, are we? It, <laughs> well, you never know. Okay. You never know. 
but this guy's name is Robert. So it's not <laughs> all, okay. All right. So it's probably so, not Oliver. This guy's name so is Robert. This, this guy, he was put in jail in yes. 1990 for a nonviolent drug offense, which involved cocaine and heroin. Okay. He was arrested, and he was given a life sentence. Now, recently, President Obama has been commuting several nonviolent drug offenses mm-hmm. so that people could get out of jail for free. Like, yeah. here you go. Your life, I'm giving it back to you. Thank you. This Mr. guy, Obama. this guy, you think would have changed his ways mm-hmm. after spending 25 years in prison. Yeah. No, no, no. And he gets out on a presidential pardon. He got Oops. out on a presidential pardon. And what does he do? In 2015. <laughs> and just the other day, he went and met with his probation officers and... After he met with them, he got into his car and met with another person who handed him two black backpacks that had two pounds of cocaine in it. Oh, jeez. And there was an unmarked sheriff's cruiser sitting right around the corner and saw the deal go down. They get into a very high-speed chase going through Texas. Which could have easily killed someone. It could easily yeah. kill someone. And some he almost cattle. did because he wound up wrecking his car, hitting someone else, and getting thrown right back in jail. Wow. So, dumbass of the week goes to a man named Robert Gill That's of fantastic. Texas. Well, I just want to say something quickly about Robert Gill. Um, there's certain people who uh, uh, have a very lenient sort of perception of what, what they've done. Mm-hmm. They call it a nonviolent offense. But these people who are selling these large quantity of drugs and they're ruining communities, they're ruining families, mm-hmm. they're ruining lives, they're the harbinger or the perpetrators of death. They are the angels of death. They're dealing it to other people. How can you call that nonviolent if the outcome is so violent? You could be a pastor with Dan. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> that, was very, that was very heartfelt, Terry. That's awesome. Yeah, now, but- I think, really, as Pastor Padron, that's a good segue there. I think the real Asheville of the Week is Robert Kraft. <sighs> what? No, no, don't, what? don't hold on. Say what? You see, after the game, he handed out to everybody – Padrone number fours to everybody to celebrate the game. And, and that's, the 19, thinking, that's the 1964 series. The 1964 series, yeah. you know, anniversary series. Great cigar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, it was just their fifth Super Bowl. Fifth. Right? Fifth, yeah. Now, I can understand, you know, find a cigar with the number five on it or something if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. But he should have done. A 1926 yeah. number one. Yeah, he should have done true. the 1926 you are number one. Right. That should have been. And what? Step the, up the, your game, Robbie. You know what? Come on. You don't now. You know he's not short on cash, but I mean the price difference between those cigars is a buck. It's a dollar. Yeah. It's a yep. dollar. Yep. One dollar. Come on. Come they on, got num- they're you know, number one. You should have smoked number one. He's a billionaire. I think he could have afforded it. It was a nice gesture. Don't get me wrong, but nope. I think he could have went the extra mile. And the other thing was that I, I recall, uh, actually, Mr. Jonathan told me this, and I did not know this, mm-hmm. that the last Super Bowl they won, they were handing out cigars that were named after David Garofalo. Never heard a word of that. What? No. Where'd that go? Yeah. Yeah. That happened. That happened. Yeah, Twitter blocked that. Are you serious? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, Dave Garofalo of the Cigar Authority and Two Guys Cigars, He, uh, there, there was a box of cigars getting handed out, and I guess no pictures were taken or anything like that. Well, which that's is, just uh, fantastic. It's unfortunate. Based on what it is. I mean, that's oh, yeah. great that that oh, happened. Yeah. You know? yeah. And it's a great cigar, too. 
And uh, so there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so more like a fake asshole of the week, but there you go. Yeah, well, I mean, well, that was a good add-on to my dumb ash of the week, yep. which you know that yep. that totally worked out. But uh, now we are going back to the cigar here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are smoking the Oscar Habano now. I'm about halfway through. And I yeah. am getting We're a little bit. You're getting that I'm, pep. I'm, I'm getting that pepper. Are you getting that pep? I'm getting the pep. I'm getting the a little bit of a steak kind of quality steak. along with that same yeah. that steak. same undying uh, rosado like sweetness from this Habano wrapper. And it's it's super smooth, very balanced. Uh, I've had no problems with the construction whatsoever. Mm. It's it has remained completely straight. For the whole show so far. Now, for the benefit of the listeners or the watchers, when you say steak, are you talking about that? What's what's referred to on the palate as the umami or umami, savory, savory, the yes. savory taste? Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. like that. That kind of full, rich type yeah. of mouthfeel. Yeah, and and I always said as a kid, whenever whenever my parents were going to cook steak, some people have a sweet tooth. I have yeah. a steak tooth. You have a steak. I tooth. have a steak tooth, and every time <laughs> I smell steak, literally, I'm not even kidding. My my uh, left. Uh, What's what's the uh, eye tooth? Canine. The sharp, the, the, the canine, canine tooth. Canine? It tingles. Canine? Your left it canine t- tingles. My left canine tooth tingles whenever I smell steak. Really? It's really weird. When I, I should probably finger, get it checked out. When I stick my finger in my belly button, and this has been like always. I don't know if my umbilical cord. I got it, but when I stick it here, like my balls hurt. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> when I stick my finger in my belly button. Well, stop doing that. Okay. Well, that's what they told me. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Like un- like under it, like not like the actual ball, but like have- under. All right, all right, that's can enough. You, can you please go into more detail about no, where I'm this no. pain is? I'm good because people are not understanding. Is it right your now. left no. cube or your right cube? Come on. <laughs> no, but uh, actually, Terry, you uh, you tried to get your rocks off recently, right? Uh, that's a good segue. Yeah, but no, I tell you what, I did it for a completely <laughs> different reason. I went on an app called uh, Tinder. Tinder. And, uh, the, for the people What's who that? don't know what I this is, I don't know what that is. I didn't even know what it was, but man, it's the most savage forum you could possibly get into on the internet. Do you guys know what Tinder is? Holy crap. So I just started trolling people and stuff like that because as soon as I found out what it was and people started messaging me, I was horrified. Now, for people horrified. that don't know, for people that don't know, it is a dating app. They call it a dating app, it's but there's dating no no, it's a dating app. People show up at your house like it's a it's a hookup <laughs> app. It's you a know. ooh. It's a hook. Well, there you go, Pastor. <laughs> I don't know if there's no, any. I've uh, got all the hookup I need. I don't know if there's any much. pastoral version of Tinder. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Christian Mingle. Yeah. Christian Mingle. Christian, Christian Mingle. You go to Christian Mingle. Mingle. That's right. Man, I'll, I'm going to tell Mandy if you do. <laughs> so don't you dare. <laughs> I'm telling Mandy. Anyway, so I went on the site, and uh, you could either swipe left when you see their picture. Yeah. You either swipe left if you have no interest, or you swipe right if you have an interest. And if yep. they also have an interest in you and your profile and your picture, they also swipe right, and then, like, you guys match, and it goes bling on a little messaging, messaging thing, and you guys can start, you know, hitting it off or what have you. Talking. And, uh, oh, man, I just started it, – it's just crazy. It's absolutely yeah. crazy. These girls, you know, I'm not saying just girls only because it's guys doing the same thing too. Obviously, there's guys and girls on the site. But you can look at their profile and see what they're into yeah. and all this sort of stuff. What were you looking for? Well, I tell you what. I was A just guy? looking to see what it was. Girl? A guy? <laughs> so in the two profile... Guys, two in the, Two guys. Smoke shop. Yeah. Of course. Of course. In Why the, did I even ask? In the profile, for instance, every girl's profile says that they like art and dogs. <laughs> but it's like, you don't really... It, that's like... And walks on the beach. If, you're, <laughs> if you don't like art and dogs, you, you're like a serial killer. Everyone likes art and dogs. 
Who doesn't like art and dogs? Do you but like art and dogs? I love art and dogs. I'm a human being. I'm a functional, <laughs> uh, that's somewhat functional, member of society. <laughs> See, he did it again. He up and left. What is it with our audience? <laughs> just up and leave. That's okay. Continue. But under that, and I have to say a solid half the girls that I'm looking at the profiles, yeah. said, if you voted for Trump, F off and swipe left. Two of them said, if you're a Republican, F off and die. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. F off and die. But the funniest thing is, if you refer back to the top of their profile, it says, I, I love uh, life, peace, happiness, unity, uh, diversity, all this stuff. And there's pictures of flowers, and there's pictures of a, <laughs> uh, a rainbow and, and uh, a sun and everything like that. And then on the bottom is telling me directly to die. So I'm so immediately disqualified. I swiped left. I'm just trying to uh, follow the instructions. <laughs> right. Just, but the only thing I didn't follow, I swiped left, but I'm here right now. So the only thing I didn't do was die. You know, well, yeah. we're glad for Essentially. that, Terry. I did message one of them because I swiped right, and she happened to swipe right on me, which means she liked my son. So you're matched together. So we're matched Ooh. together, so I get she, to message her at this point. Yes. So it's and, awesome. and, you, and you showed me her picture. I, I she, took, she was very pretty. I took a political stand. Yeah, she was very, very pretty. pretty. I yeah. took a political stand, all right? Supposedly. And Terry, I asked her. be honest here. You know, why, why am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very pro-tolerant and pro-diversity and, and pro-everything. You know, live and let live. Why am I supposed to die? Mm-hmm. And she said, F off and die and unmessaged me. Wow. Now, there was a. That's just unreal. Some people that'll do that. Yeah. Now, did, did you have a, weird. now there was a, did and you? Don't take, for anyone who's on there, don't take the moral high ground on anything. You're on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> You're just as deplorable, if not more deplorable than me. You're on Tinder. Okay. <laughs> it's so bad to the point where people don't even go face to face to try and, yeah. you know, hit it off. It's unbelievable. I was talking to one girl and I said, uh. Well, I just eventually started trolling people on there. I started, uh, a girl was telling me, don't worry, I'm on birth control, can I come over? I started talking about my <laughs> cholesterol. I was like, well, my cholesterol is 290, I can't go too quick. And then she unmessaged me. But I was doing it on purpose, it was fantastic. Have you ever had sex before? <laughs> <laughs> Debut the soundboard, baby. Yeah, we have a, we have a little soundboard that has uh, different clips in it, so if you hear... Anything really that's not our voices, it's this. Well, that was Trump there. That, so yeah, if anyone this, saw yeah that, this one was Donald Trump. If anyone that heard was that, there. they'd swipe left on you. Yeah. In yeah, your life, could. apparently. Yeah. Now, you had, a, you had an experience with another person. I right? had an experience with another person, and this went very well, but it didn't go the way that I thought it was going to go. I this showed is, you all of her yeah. pictures, right? Yeah. And yep. you agree. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the one I was saying that she was very pretty. 100%, just 10 out of 10, grade A gorgeous, mm-hmm. all right? And uh, going through pictures and everything, we matched yep. and stuff. We're not talking about anything involving anything yep. at this point. <clears throat> Just like, you know, what do you mm-hmm. like to do? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I went to her, her, her Facebook and, yep. you know, how, how did she look in high school? It's Just with super hot people, you want to know how they looked all throughout their life, too. Because you kind of hope, in the back of your head, you kind of hope they're a little bit ugly in high school. Just to, you know, <laughs> just to make yourself feel better about yourself. But uh, so she was a guy in high school. <laughs> and just to preface this. Just to preface this, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this. I've known these people on this panel for years. None of us judge like that. So there's, there's no wrong. And if anything, I, I just, I'm in awe of her. Uh, we started talking. She got reassignment surgery. And she got, uh, what do you call it, plastic surgery. Yep. She got uh, uh, actual reassignment surgery, Adam's apple removed, all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. and something with the voice box, which makes her you know, speak like a girl. Higher-pitched voice. So I thought that was fantastic. You set a goal, 
yeah. you go for it. Yeah. Balls to the wall, no pun intended. You go for it. <laughs> and, uh, no I so there. happened yeah. to be able, in their meeting this week, to hook her up with a friend of mine who's into that sort of thing. Really? Wow. Mm. And, it, and she's ex- completely excited. So to segue into cigars, which how I got to make up something. That? I got to oh. make up something real quick. <laughs> if the os- if the if the Oscar Robusto is not your bag of chips, all right. As a friend, it's not your bag of chips. As a, this going? As a friend, you should have the wherewithal to think. I know who would like this though. Mm-hmm. That's a true yeah. friend. Yeah, that's and you're, we're talking really about brothers. Point. You know, brothers in this uh, yeah. cigar smoking uh, yeah. community. Terry. If you smoke something, don't snuff it out and say that was not my cigar and never refer to it again. Mm. Think about your cigar smoking buddies who would like it. I like to think that you're my friend. You I, like I to think, think. I, you know, I I think I just picked up a few new friends, man. That's so exactly. beautiful. Think, <laughs> wow, this show this show was so to my friend crazy. About picking picking in the out beginning. a girl for you. We're gonna we're gonna go search for you. I tell you what, we're I'm help, actually. We're I'm currently uh, off the market. Oh, really? Yes. Good. You're yep. off the market. Did you take yourself off the market? I took myself off the market. Kind of. You're off the market for a no, while. No, I got to be picky bit. choosy. I got to be picky choosy yep. because I just purchased a house, and then you know, a lot of people are just in it for. Well, that. it takes time. We'll keep looking. Please don't hook me up with anyone. <laughs> 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 so we're. <laughs> So that's that's really an incredible story. Uh, and, Unbelievable, uh, right? Uh, uh, this has been a this has been a fantastic <laughs> show right? having you on here. Right? Uh, it it's been a very interesting. It, it, I don't even know what to say. I, I didn't know that's it was going to go there. You've left Derek speechless. Yeah, I, completely How often speechless. Does that happen? It doesn't happen. I usually talk your ear off. Apparently, it hasn't. It's happened. just not happening right now. <laughs> but um, now, <laughs> I would like to mention that this weekend on the Cigar Authority. Dave and Jonathan will not be there. They are going on a trip to Nicaragua, and they are spending a little time over at the Perdomo factory. Can I host so, it? Let's have Cigar the Ashles on. Yeah, Come it's on. Saturday. You're working, man. Oh, that's true. Yeah, no, that is true. Right. We can't working. do that. But so now it is going to be myself, Barry Stein, and Chuck Morrison, who just came back from the Super Bowl that we were talking about. He does Ooh. the sound for he must the have Patriots. stories. Mm-hmm. He must so, have stories. Oh yes, yes, absolutely, he does. So we are going to go ahead and try and carry the show. God help us, because it is going to be very interesting. That I can tell you. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. So uh, I'll be listening. I, I hope you are. Uh, yep. yep. Barry and I will be up on stage, and then Chuck, we're going to switch off, and I'm going to be manning the board here. And Chuck, you're going to get to see him for a little bit. You never get to see Chuck's face because he's always behind the scenes, right. making That's everything right. work. That'll be really good. Oh yeah. No, I'm excited That'll for the really show. It'll be. Show. It will be strange to not have Dave yep. directing us yep. in the direction right. that we're going. Mm-hmm. So. Barry and I are going to try and do our best to, you know, keep the tradition of being a wonderful show. And just as an aside real quick, when people when we're talking right now about Chuck Morrison being at the Super Bowl and doing the sound, he was not in the stands. No. He was not uh, uh, somewhere, you know, disconnected to the game. He just posted a, uh, a few videos on Facebook. He was right smack dab in the center of the field while the confetti was coming down congratulating and slapping hands with all the Patriots. And he was taking yeah. Facebook he Live was videos. right there. And he was doing it. Yep. He was giving, you know, pounding people's fists and everything. It was We have so a direct cool. connect fantastic. with the most historic football game of all time. <sighs> Wonderful. So, and, final thoughts on the uh, Oscar Habano. So, for my final thoughts, which I am just about past halfway through, 
Um, the green strength egg, is the strength is green picking egg. up a little bit. Yet yeah, I'm done with the green egg. We're gonna have to find a new nickname. Oh, it's for pissing me. him off. And Oliver, awesome. Oliver, <laughs> nickname, <laughs> now Oliver nicknamed himself, and we can't have short that. Stack. What did so, he nickname himself? Short stack. Short stack. I don't get it. I don't get it. So you know what? So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to reach out to our viewers and our listeners. And I am going to have you send us what you think Oliver's nickname should be. Oh, that's great. Dan and I will go through. Yes. And we will pick the best one. And the winner will get a mug. And the winner. Yeah. The winner will get a mug. Why not? Winner gets a mug. Name the Frenchie and you get a mug. It's beautiful. It's, it's a, a beautiful, beautiful thing. thing. But, um, so about the cigar. I know so, you're not yeah, done with it. Yeah, my train of thought just kind of went there for a second. But I am smoking the Oscar Habano by Oscar Valadares. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I'm just totally in love with the cigar. I've had several since they landed mm-hmm. in the shop. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing very well since they came out back in August. And these guys squeaked in right before FDA regulation came yes. in. Yep. And uh, I'm glad they did because this is a this August is a great of 2016. Smoke. They got it right before. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they yep. were right on the cusp of that. Yep. So, mm-hmm. you know, and they were probably working on this for a while. Now, the other thing, I kind of have a theory about this that there might be more of these coming uh, in different wrappers because this one specifically says Habano on it. Right. And I'm wondering if there's going to be a Maduro or a Sumatra yep. like he yep. does with the with the leaf. With the leaf, yep. yeah. Because he has several varieties of that that do very well. So, right. um this could be the first iteration of this blend. Yeah. That would be exciting. That could be a new segment y'all do. You could do a theories of the green egg. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to do a thumbs up? What are you going to do? I, I'm going to go ahead and give this a thumbs up. I gave it a thumbs up for the Cigar Journal magazine. And your and thoughts have not changed. Thoughts have not changed. Still very impressive. Still up 90 plus. Yeah. 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 I, I would totally agree. This is a fantastic cigar. It's burned great all the way through. The The uh, flavor profile has changed yes. and grown. And, and it's just a very enjoyable thing. Big thumbs up from Pastor Brew. I tell you what, it's going to be three big thumbs up here. Uh, because, like Dan said, this thing was a roller coaster ride yeah. of flavor yeah. and strength, mm-hmm. too. And a lot of cigars are, and, uh, you know, this is a good thing to some people and, and sort of a, a standoffish thing to others. Uh, some cigars are one note, uh, mm-hmm. front to back. And sometimes that's great because if they're hitting a high note throughout, there's no other note to hit. Right. But this one is a roller coaster and it's enjoyable throughout. And it keeps, very, your, very palate, it keeps your palate guessing throughout the whole thing, which mm-hmm. I like. It's a nice complex, very smooth and balanced cigar. And this would go good with a red wine or yeah. a steak or uh, a burger or something like because that. Because of that savory sort of yeah, taste to it, absolutely. Sort of yeah, and this, and this chili. cigar... Chili? Yeah. Dan's yeah. Chili. 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 Now, if you are a person who does like, you know, a mild, medium-bodied smoke, I'd say give this a shot because it's not overpowering. Mm-hmm. It's something that you could try and maybe enjoy. You never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. Now, uh, next week we're going to be doing a blind taste test. Yes, and we uh, Oliver is going to be bringing some cigars in, and we have no idea what we're going to be smoking. So it's going to be interesting to actually do a blind review, which I was it's going it's to gonna be, be like Cigar Journal live on air. Wait, mm-hmm. Oliver's he's coming back from Texas? Yes. Yeah, he's not going. I'm not forever. on here permanently. I'm sorry, Terry. No, I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you. <clears throat> But no. look, we'll have you on whenever. It was great. It was. <laughs> hey, if I'll someone, be the fill-in anytime hey, he wants to leave. Man, if someone cancels, I'll give you a call. We'll get a little cardboard cutout. We I'm going to give him gift have certificates. Have you right here with us. I'm going to give him gift <clears throat> certificates on Wednesday morning with a gift certificate that expires in one day to an out-of-town restaurant. Oh, no. 
That's brutal. That's what I'm going to do. That's the way to go. That's, That's totally the way to go. brutal. <laughs> All right. So we are going to go ahead and finish up here. And don't Fantastic. forget to tune in to next week's show on theashholes.net, where you can also find us on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube, and Facebook Live. And don't forget... You need to subscribe to those so you can always be with us and we'll always be with you. Share, share, share. Don't forget to do that and tune in to The Cigar Authority at thecigarauthority.com this Saturday where you will see us live on air as well. Woo! So, guys, thank you. You've been listening to The Ashholes coming to you live from the Serena Royale Cigar Studios in Salem, New Hampshire. We will catch you next week. Bye-bye! Bye-bye!